Good morning, world. I tell you, I love this time of year. The trees have all now turned their leaves to orange, brown, yellow. Of course, they all flew up into my yard, then onto my patio. But anyway, besides that, it's a beautiful day. I have someone special back with us, folks, and you are going to have a treat today to start your week at Live a Life by Design. Your Monday morning moments of motivation for you to be bigger, better, and bolder on your own terms of life. Uh, you know, I've got to tell you, folks, you've seen the title of the episode. That's why you clicked it. But I don't want you to read too much into that. The title of today's episode may sound a bit misleading, but we think it'll make a lot of sense when you listen to the entirety of the show. And good morning. As I said, I'm Jimmy Williams. And I'm Lori Pugh. And I'm back. I have Yay! been gone. <laughs> I was wondering if I was going to be asked to come back. I've been gone so long. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad to be back. It's exciting. It's fall. Um, and I do have some of those leaves, Jimmy. I think they made it all the way over to my house. If you could come get them, that'd be great. Boy, yeah. And she lives on the other side of town. You know where all the rich people live, folks. I live over oh. here where the dirt sod house is, you know, with the cow on the top. The true Oklahoma pioneer. Well, I'm just telling you the true Oklahoma wind. I 40 mile an hour gust. There's nothing staying in anyone's yard. It's it's a toss up as to, you know, everything. Your trash can, your mail, your pumpkins. I mean, it's complete free-for-all but I, i'm not saying <laughs> that the wind has been too much here in the great state of oklahoma usa but yesterday on my way home from work lori the wind was blowing so badly and i looked and there was a lady that had a kite flying in the wind hey. and I looked, I looked up several feet off the ground and i'm like what has she got tied to it you know normally here we'd tie some threads for a tail or something so the kite could be a little more stable you know and I looked and know it was her, it looked like a two-year-old child in the midair, but uh, I think he was holding the kite string and then got sucked in the air and now mom's there. But anyway, uh, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's not true at all. That's not true at all. But the wind yeah, but has gone. It could be. It could be. It, it could be. It very, I'm, I'm telling you, it very well could be. It, but, it sure could be. So. Um, and due to the nature of the title of this morning's episode, um, with the wind, you could also, you know, lose your clothing at this point. Who knows? Yes, you could be naked in the wind. And that's not what <laughs> we meant by wind. naked. That's a different No, naked. no. Yes. Not at all. But we're so excited that you're back listening with us this morning. I'm excited to be here. I know Jimmy is excited to be here because, let's face it, Jimmy is excited all the time. This is neither but, caffeine nor drug induced either, Laura. You know me. It's just pure there's a, Jimmy. There's, okay. Yeah, pure Jimmy. There's the disclaimer. You, yeah, that's that's on. Um, you know, that's on the copyright. Yes. Never, never, um, never imitate imitation. Always the, the the true blue self. But we're excited as we strive to bring you practical and important information to help you live a bigger, better, and bolder life on your own terms. Lori, it has been too long. Since you took a break from this show, what have you been doing with all your spare time? Oh, well, you know, I mean, so much free time in my life, but um, work's been busy. Life's been busy. Um, I did actually take an opportunity to squeeze a small uh, fall break trip to the beautiful city of Chicago recently. Uh, also very windy there. <laughs> the windy city. Um, it, yeah. Yes, it does live up to its name and it lives up to every other amazing thing that we could do there. I mean, we did it all. 
Um, but it was good to come home. Uh, you know, travel always makes you really remember and appreciate what great things you have at home because by the time you're done with a vacation, you're exhausted and you need to come home because your pocketbook is empty. Uh, that's one good stimuli, of course, right there. That's the outcome. <laughs> I will tell you, though, I got stranded in O'Hare Airport years ago, oh. and you're going to laugh, and I saw no rain, no snow, but the wind was blowing pretty pretty bad. And so I went up to the airline desk, and I said, what's the issue? We're, we're not taking off. And she said, we've been weather delayed. And I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, you see the wind's blowing. And I said, ma'am, you're the windy city. It blows every day <laughs> She True. said today it blows a little extra. So there you go. Oh, well, that's so, good to know. I didn't know that was a thing. And I've got news for you. Did you know it doesn't matter if you're executive platinum at Hilton, the hotel <laughs> chain? I walked uh-huh. over to the Hilton at O'Hare, which is a very fine hotel. I'm not, they're not paying me to say this. I just think it's very clean, very nice place to stay. I walk over with my bag in hand, no reservation because I didn't intend on having to stay the night in Chicago. And I walked up and I told this young lady, I said, I need a room for the night. And here's my card. And it says executive platinum, you know, my name. And I thought to myself, and I was in a suit and tie. And I thought this lady will just get to this and I'll have a nice room to get a nice sleep, take a shower, whatever. And she looked at me and she said, we have no rooms for the night. And I said, you didn't see the card. I'm I'm executive platinum with Hilton. And she said, sir, I don't care if you're Mr. Hilton. I don't have a room for you tonight. I said, touche, and I will go my way now. <laughs> I, I was naked in front of her from embarrassment. Oh, that embarrassment. Yeah. Though, see, that's where I was headed. Yeah, there so. you go. See, completely accurate. <laughs> Oh, mercy. The things we talk about on this show, people. You can tell it's not rehearsed. I can assure you that. Okay. I can assure you that's accurate <laughs> truth. Oh, so let's get on with this thing. Today's show is a little different uh, than what we've typically covered uh, in the past. Like I said, we haven't rehearsed or memorized any show notes. Uh, you'll be getting pure honesty delivered with the highest degree of integrity from Miss Lori and me. We will truly be, quote, naked from that standpoint. Now that I said that, Lori, it does sound a little bit crazy, right? Well, I mean, not really if you think about it, Jimmy. So we're going to be sharing with our wonderful subscribers the secrets we use for building deep, personal, and rewarding relationships with other people we wish to enjoy in our lives. So let's kind of get started. The ability for a person to stand, if you will, the day buzzword of the day, naked, in front of others is actually the action of meeting people and speaking with them from a standpoint of total humility. To be humble means that you are truly transparent with the people you meet and wish to develop a greater, deeper relationship with in life. Humility is a different, difficult state of mind for some of us, myself sometimes included. The word, the word, listen, the world is always challenging us to become stronger and tempting us to appear differently than our true feelings would dictate. So think about it in the first time you meet someone. We always talk about making good first impressions. You know, as a child, your parents always taught you to stand tall, look someone in the eye, shake their hand with a firm handshake, and be interested in what they're talking about. But as we become older and we learn how to navigate the world, we tend to put up this facade. We don't necessarily engage people in the true way that we normally would if we were comfortable. So by implementing this practice of being naked and being full of humility, take it for its face value. 
your gut instinct and your gut reaction when you first meet someone. Don't try to have a put on or a, a fake sense of self. Just be who you are. Nine times out of 10, the reaction that you get from the other person is just as interesting and they feel just as nervous and intimidated and scared as you do. And that's kind of how being humble really can be transformative in your life. I've tried it and I will admit it is terrifying the first time you do it because we're also a sense of society of constantly being judged, uh, compared, contrasted. It's it's uncomfortable. And unfortunately, that's what the way the world is right now. We're in a fluid situation of putting ourselves out there to be uncomfortable, which leads to vulnerability. And that is scary. But being naked in your true form of self can really be freeing if you continue to practice it. It, it is, like I said, it's awkward at first, but it does get better. And once you figure out that you don't have to be anybody but your true authentic self, it's so much more fun. The world can be so much more relaxing and upbeat and uplifting. And that's what we're all about here at Live a Life by Design. This episode of Live a Life by Design is sponsored by Compass Capital Management. Life has a way of overwhelming you. At Compass Capital Management, you will receive confidence in your financial security as we provide direction, clarity, and vision for your future. Our unique process, the Life Plan Solution, will be the guide to you reaching your goals and realizing your dreams in life. Stop worrying about your future and contact Compass Capital Management to help you live the life you desire. Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com and request your retirement account or employer plan review today. Registered principal securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma 74501. That is good stuff. And, you know, humility, which does open up that vulnerability to the others that you see in your path that day, to me, helps you grow as a person. Because what you're really saying is my self-esteem can take criticism because I know it's not about me. It's just simply about something the other person has going on that is attempting to find a way to better themselves. So I often tell people, you know, I'm I'm very humble in areas where I need to be. So let me explain what I mean by that. So I play pickleball quite a bit. I love the sport of pickleball. And I love Lori, to eat pickles. Yeah, you. so there we got that in I, common. I mean, you know, that's the reason she's I, on the show. Her resume yeah, I said do, that. I like pickles. And that's what it said. Uh, I don't do sports. <laughs> she watches them, though. So yes, I play I pickleball. And I came home uh, about a week ago, and, man, I was on cloud nine. Man, I had the best game, Lori. I couldn't. Missed the ball. I could. I put the spin on it. I cut the ball where the guy on the other side couldn't hit it. I mean, it was just the perfect night. So my wife said, well, what happened to you? You just look like you're walking on clouds. And I said, I had the best game. I won every game I played today in two hours. I never sat down because the winner continues to play. And she said, really? And I said, yeah. I said, uh, the only thing is, is people I'm playing are in their 80s. And so I'm wondering... <laughs> And she said, yeah. 80s. I said, honey, now it's not based on age of who you play. It's the skill level. So uh, she said, okay. So then let's fast forward a week after that. I was playing some younger players in their 30s. And they cut the ball. And they spun it out of control. And I didn't get it returned. And I sat down quite a bit. I came home a little dejected to myself because, you know, I am an athlete. 
even though I'm a lot older now. But I came home and I was a little dejected. My wife said, well, what happened? And I said, well, I played pickleball. She said, well, uh, last week you were on cloud nine. What happened? And I said, I played some 35-year-olds. She said, oh, that's the break point then, 35 versus 85. So anyway, humility is a good thing for all of us as athletes, <laughs> right? <laughs> so anyway, that's the story. I'm sticking to it, okay? That's it. But, uh, you know, at, at, at the end of the day, <laughs> humility is a hard one. Yes, pickleball champion that's gotten beaten now several times by 35-year-old gentleman. So, you know, that's a great one, though, <laughs> humility. So let's talk about another one to being uh, naked in the world when trying to meet people. To be truly naked when addressing the public means to me that I am speaking with them in honesty from my heart. Often you'll hear of speakers that say things in public and live a different life in private. Their integrity is called into question. Their reputations, in my opinion, are soiled. To be naked by truly displaying you and the bearing of your soul to people requires that you are genuine. And that's what, you know, that's what Lori's saying. To the fear of failure is always lingering in the back of your mind. We aren't good enough or we may say the wrong thing to appear foolish. By focusing on the honesty in your speaking, the person or people you are speaking with will sense your compassion and desire to become friends or begin a business relationship. What are your thoughts, Lori? Well, and I, I absolutely agree with this one because so many times when we're faced with making partnerships or commitments to people inside our organization, even outside of our organization, you do have to be genuine. I, I feel like people have a, you know, they have a good gauge for attitude and opinion and they can read people. Uh, I, I, it, it's so crucial and important to embrace that. You know, I, I think that's a make or break deal. I think it's important for people to understand that sometimes that can be a deal breaker, whether or not they're truly invested in the person in the conversation or the project. You know, I, I'm really big about quotes here. I, I love a good quote. And so I found a quote, even on today's topic, it's amazing. The world of the internet, it, it just provides you with <laughs> such great things when you go seek them out. Um, but there's a quote by Gabrielle Bernstein, and it's, the quote says, get naked with your truth, offering the world your greatest gift, your authentic self. And that is absolutely what we're trying to accomplish this morning. We're trying to give our listeners that opportunity to understand that stand in that nakedness because it's so valuable that you be your true authentic self. So finally, the last strength that you must exhibit to be truly naked to the world is living in consistency of your values. People of like values will wish to spend time with you. They, it, it's almost like a magnet. They gravitate. They're attracted to you in that sense. There's an old saying, fake it until you make it. And I am guilty of using this myself. This saying will not work in a world where you are the leader of your life. And you must show the world that you are truly not afraid to be who you are as you are on a daily basis to the rest of the world. It's so hard to put into practice. But the absolute thought, if you say it to yourself and you practice it, you know, that old adage of if you do something three times, it becomes a habit. This is absolutely true with living the consistency of your values. We're not asking you to change the way you see things or to convince you that our best, you know, our values or our view is the best view. It's just being able to stand in your truth and say, this is who I am. This is what I believe in. 
and to surround yourself with like-minded and not like-minded people, because that's what opens up the conversation to the world to make it a better place. Not that we agree or disagree, but that we're willing to willing and able to come to the table and have those conversations. That's what the, the world of communication is all about. And if we're not practicing that, then what kind of example are we setting for future generations? Oh, man, you know, you just know how to nail it whenever I hand you the mic. You just kill this thing. So let me explain <laughs> a couple of things Lori said. First of all, there's no faking it in life. People will see through you in an instant. Let me give you a case in point. You know, we're in the retirement planning business, and we had a person came by that was referred to us by another client. And this lady had to be about 80 years of age. I think she ended up showing us her driver's license for proof of ID, and she was 81, I think. So, but anyway, I asked her after that first meeting, I said, are there any items we didn't discuss that are on your mind? And she said, just one. And I said, okay, I'm, what would that item be? And she said, the name of the person that referred her was a, a lady friend. And she said, she was absolutely right about you. And I said, okay, what was she right about? And she said, you are the most genuine person I've spoken with today. And I said, wow, I hope you spoke with a lot of people. That makes me feel better. <laughs> so my, <laughs> my point is, you know, you said on there earlier in the show, I asked you, you know, how you were doing. You've just been gone a long time. And I said, this is Jimmy, no drug induced or caffeine. This, you just have to learn to be yourself. God made us all to be unique, to be special. It doesn't mean that we all are going to agree all the time, but we have to learn to agree to disagree and still be friends. Now, I'm going to get on my soapbox, Lori, because it's not very tall today, and I'm a little bit uh, you know, <laughs> tired this morning, so here we go. My soapbox is this. If we truly wish to see a world of peace, John Lennon was right. All we need is love. We need to have compassion for one another. We need to be genuine with how we feel with one another because true communications based on genuine commentary is one that'll be upheld and learned and understood by both parties. But if we're truly making statements that we want to be uh, known by, i.e., if we're running for political office, I'm not going to get into that, but I'm just saying sometimes what they campaign on, they don't necessarily govern on. And so it's easy to do one thing, hard to do the other. And I always tell my friends, you know, with me, I don't ever have to remember what I told you. I'm just going to be very truthful with you. And sometimes I may not say that truth in a way that is um, to you very palatable, but it is truth. And I'll never hurt anyone's feelings intentionally, but sometimes the truth just comes out, you know. And, and to be frank with you, I've been subject to that at times, too. So I, I learned to take, you know, my dad is one of these guys that doesn't mince words. You knew where you stood at all times. <laughs> so, And sometimes you stood grabbing your ankles. But anyway, that's another story because he was wailing on you because you did something wrong. No, I'm, he never wailed on me, but he did gingerly hit me with my own belt one time on the buttocks because I deserved it about three times. Uh, that was embarrassing. Now, that was that was naked in front of somebody. When they take your own belt off of you to discipline you, that's that's naked. That's good. <laughs> I I do think that there is an, an, an a sweet, honest truth to today's topic. I really do. I'm glad we're kind of addressing it. it it's something that not a lot of people want to talk about. Not a lot of people want to own what they say and what they do. And like I said, it's not necessarily that we're agreeing or disagreeing. We're just asking people to be who they truly are. It helps everyone navigate the world a little bit better if you're just truthful in who you are and own it 
We talk about owning our decisions and owning our choices and teaching our kids that, you know, those choices, regardless of, of how you feel about them, sometimes they have consequences. Uh, but I just, I absolutely think it's true. I, I think it's a buzzword if you want to talk about being naked, uh, but it gets, it gets people's attention and it gets the point across that you can still have a little bit of humor and a little laughter behind it, but it's honestly, it's, it's from the heart and it's honest and it's sincere. So let's talk about challenge. Absolutely. Everybody knows, everybody knows that Jimmy loves a good challenge. Absolutely. Except, I do. You know, pickleball. Whoever wants to challenge Jimmy to pickleball. I've got two daughters and one wife. I love a challenge. You bring it on now, Lori. <laughs> yes. You are a brave man, Jimmy Williams. <laughs> that's not I true. Can, that's no, not I was going to say, I don't think that's true. Well, here's a challenge, <laughs> though. When you meet someone this week, remember to be honest, humble, and consistent in your language and demeanor to show them that you are, quote, naked and living life without pretense or facade. Go ahead and live your life. Live your life by design. design. (laughs) We'll see you next week, everyone. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley. Mm